Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Pancakes on Sunday. What up? What's what up, up, dudes? Caden's all here. Caden's all here. Except Kyle. Oh, yeah, yeah Kyle. I'm kind of Kyle. upset he hasn't been here because he talked about sports betting and then he hasn't been here to talk about sports yeah. betting. Yeah. He's, he's been betting. working. I know. I know. <laughs> he probably wound up, wound up going to the casino and everything. Now he's just fucking a degenerate. <laughs> I wanted to be a degenerate too, Kyle. <laughs> God damn it, Ryan. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Sorry. <laughs> Love you. Yeah, well, speaking of Kyle, we saw we did see Kyle, though. We had a fam jam this weekend. We, we did. did. We did. Friendsgiving, dude. That was fucking... That was good. That was good. That was so good. Dude, so cheesy. You were for Snicker, dude. I wasn't. I haven't too bad. seen you that drunk in a long time. Hey, you know, you it, was, it was a fam jam, bro. For Snickering. <laughs> you were so drunk when you got back from yeah. the bar. Well, yeah. you know, I only and dying on the couch. Well, you know, I only started drinking at like eleven thirty. So I mean, yeah. Out of curiosity, Ryan, how many packs did you go through on Saturday? One. What? Just one and a half. Oh. What, alcohol or <laughs> no, seriously. Just oh. when he, when him and Jordan came back from the bar and they ate mac and cheese, Jordan's passed out at the coffee table, like head down on the coffee table, sitting on the floor, and Ryan tries to lay down and he just starts hacking his ass off, like coughing like like crazy. Oh, no, right. And then he sits up and he starts snoring like crazy, and then he tries to lay back down because he's not comfortable and starts coughing. I'm like Ryan. You're, you're, you're gonna die. <laughs> like, and he was like, No, I'm fine. And he's just, uh, uh. Wow. I didn't die though. No, but we're good. <laughs> we're good. Jesus. It was fine. Yeah, you're not young anymore. Kid. I know. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe a little too young. And then your drunk ass, still the next morning, left my fucking gate open. Yeah, totally did. I come back to my house. So I, I let the gate, I put Val out back. I go to Giant Eagle, run, get some errands, run errands or whatever, come back. She's standing in the front yard all pretty. And I'm like, how the fuck did she get up here? And then I go inside, gate's wide open. Yep. And I was like, oh, man. When I was grabbing the smoker, I was trying to be like, all right, remember the gate. Remember yep. the gate. Didn't, Didn't remember, remember the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't remember that. Sure did not. Every time, because I, I, I took like two or like three or four trips back there. Every time I shut it. Except for the last time. Mm-hmm. I made a box of waffles. I just sat there and made one waffle at a time. You did. Yeah, I, yeah, I got a waffle maker, syrup, and like a pepper. Pack, like a waffle mix yeah. for the uh, the white elephant. That was like a solid white elephant gift. That yeah. was a solid like, gift. That was no, Joey and Bailey's. Like, yeah. yeah. What was their... Um, mine was a solid gift. What's it called when you like bring people into a group? Kind of like a frat? Hazing? Uh, like they're... No, not hazing. Initiation. Initiation. Yeah. I always forget that fucking word. Yes. Like that, that Christmas uh, fucking present... That was their initiation. Yeah. Oh, You're in. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're oh, in. yeah. I woke up that morning and I just started making waffles. Yeah, and one by one. You know, I made one at a time. They're about the size of an Eggo waffle. But once it once it gets going and gets heated up, it only takes like 20 seconds or 30 seconds dude, of waffle. Waffle. Nice. Making them, dude. It was like, <laughs> you're just like, bloop, 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 yeah, bloop. Just a cookie good. sheet of waffles. That was good stuff. Oh, that yeah. was tasty. Yep. Especially after, I mean, I didn't drink the night before, but I imagine the rest of you were <laughs> I had a few pops. feeling pretty good. <coughs> I had a few pops. It's always good to have a 
good I don't know, I was in a food coma and just passed out after dinner. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you did. Yelling at kids. Shut up. Oh, man. It was oh. like cheese galore. Cheese everything. Everything. So much cheese. What was the corn thing that Emma made? It's a corn casserole. That was so Well, it's cornbread corn pudding. pudding. Yeah. Cornbread pudding. I love pudding. that stuff. Yeah. It's so too. good. Yeah, like, dude. I love cornbread pudding. Dude, with mashed potatoes, oh, there yeah. ain't no going back. Oh, no. Nothing. But it was like could, cheese potatoes, cheese vegetables, mac and cheese, the corn pudding, and then we smoked a couple turkeys. And Fuck I mean, yeah. yeah, no, I ate, and then I was full, and, and I still ate pie and, and ice cream. And I was just, right. and I yeah, I hopped in that corner and just Done. I passed the fuck out. Mm-hmm. That Done. couch is comfy. That is a comfy couch. Yeah. That's a phenomenal couch. It's where I slept that night too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. did a move. You just moved, take a dump the next morning. That was about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even wake up until you were started coughing. You ate mac and cheese and everything. Oh, and yeah. Nothing woke me up. But Pretty sure I slept in my new New Balances. I you'd probably did. Yeah, you came downstairs the next morning wearing the same thing you went upstairs. You're yeah. <laughs> like, you slept in that? Like, jeans, belt on and everything, and a polo. And it, like, I was like, what? It's like, yeah. how do you look that good when you wake up? <laughs> Second never left, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no one's supposed to look that good when you wake up. Corey can't make it happen. I don't understand it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Did you sneak downstairs and play Call of Duty while they snuck off to the bar? I played a couple matches. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You, nice. You left the room after I fell asleep? Yeah, I played oh, a couple yeah. matches. Oh, did you? Yeah. I vaguely remember seeing you down in the basement playing video games that night. <laughs> I want to say I do remember seeing you down there. Uh, when did you guys you leave? The, when did you go to the bar? I don't know. I don't know what time it was. I have no idea. What time did you guys even go to sleep? Midnight. Midnight. Okay. So I snuck down probably. It was like right as you guys were leaving. I didn't think you were leaving or not. I only played a couple matches and I went back up. It was probably 1 o'clock then. Maybe 12.30. Because we were talking was, I think I must have said 12.30. Because she was telling right. Jordan, you know, I don't want your hung ass. Hung over ass. I'm not dealing with it. You're hung ass. ass. <laughs> the big dick set. <laughs> Out there going to fuck with them hoochies. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I, I woke up to Emma coming downstairs and be like, Jordan, wake up. You're taking care of the kids. I'm not doing it. I'm just like. Oh. <laughs> and then yeah. she, you know, I just hear like Lincoln, like daddy. Yeah, Lincoln goes tearing downstairs. <laughs> yeah. It kind of gave us a taste of our medicine, though. Because, uh, did, uh, did you even hear the kids wake up and start crying the next morning? Nah. Didn't hear shit. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy instinct over here. I was like, it's already happening. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. No, it was real. But they, they, she ended up getting them to calm down, so. Yeah, they're like, you just, everyone was like, Can you, we need food. And I was like, all right, make the waffles. Yep. Got them fed first, and. Dude, Mason was destroying the waffles. He waffle. had like four of them. Dude, he is a little <laughs> He just goes up to it. He goes up to the gate and he's just like. <laughs> More. Yeah. He's feeling them waffles. That was funny. Yeah, it was. Oh, man. Oh, well. Fam well, jam. successful. Really successful yes. fam jam. Well, yes. what did you, what did, you got shoes. You got new balances. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Dad shoes. You got cock sleeve. Oh yeah, I got a, I got <laughs> a dragon got rigged. That's yeah, right. A, a dragon uh, thing cock sleeve and, and the pop rocks. Yeah, the dick sucking pop rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hell yeah. How do they taste? Didn't do that one. Oh okay. The other one was all right though. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Whoa. 
I mean, she's already pregnant. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's enough. What else? What else is happening? Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. What did you... I got the waffles. Ryan? I got a box of K-Cups. I'm talking a fucking... Oh, yeah, we were drinking on that shit all day. Yeah. And the egg boiler. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, dude. I need to use that. That thing's gonna come in clutch. I can't wait to use it. I love ours. I've never used it. I can't wait to use it. You can make egg salad in ten minutes. It's true. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a, I mean, yeah. And you yeah. made some pretty good egg salad. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks, it wasn't guys. bad, dude. Yeah, it is. It's pretty good egg salad. Yeah. That contributed Thanks to the Sunday morning no poop. Thanks for putting no cheese on it. Appreciate it. Got you, <laughs> <laughs> That fucking egg salad, dude. Those egg salad sandwiches, though. Right? That's what you're bringing every time. All right. Come that's all right. Touch, all right. All right. That's they're your nice, special like that egg nice salad on my ball. <laughs> like, well, bloop. I feel like they're a nice little snack. You yeah. Know? They're not too filling. Right. We didn't eat till like six or something right. like yeah. that. So it and kind they're, of they're nice little like you know, everybody loves egg salad. Everybody's delightful. Everybody loves egg salad. But if you don't, something wrong with you. Well, <laughs> when there's egg salad, maybe they're allergic to eggs, you dick. <laughs> well, maybe they shouldn't be. <laughs> when we went to Pleasant Hills, I'm like, "What do you make your egg salad?" Right, exactly. <laughs> you're fucking smart ass Maybe mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, I just want to know what you know, salad dressing or mayo. Well, when there's egg salad, there's sports. Brian. Yep. Yeah, bro. Our little intro before we get into the meat and the football. All right. So got? I got two Cavs games to go over. Uh, Cavs played the Knicks and lost ninety-two to eighty-one. I believe this game was Sunday at six. Uh, Evan Mobley played thirty-nine minutes for eleven points and ten rebounds. Darius Garland did 39 minutes, 3 assists, and 17 points. Uh, Donovan Mitchell did 40 minutes, 5 <coughs> assists, and 23 points. And basically, they, they lost that game because they were trying to shoot three-pointers, and they weren't, they weren't making them. That's all that came down to. They're, not, they're just, not that day, huh? No, that wasn't their day, and, you know, I guess you'll have that. I mean, yeah, a three-pointer shot's a hard, hard shot to miss, or make, so... <laughs> And, th- and then last night they played the, the L.A. Lakers, and I'm kind of mad that I missed this game. I heard they So, they did. So, Jared Allen did 38 minutes, 11 rebounds, and 24 points. He was fucking eating them alive in the paint. Darius Garland did 38 minutes, 11 assists, and 21 points. Donovan Mitchell went off for 40 minutes, 5 assists, and 43 points. This dude cannot be stopped. And this game... Like I said, I was upset that I missed it because I feel as though he had a moment last night because Lakers were in town, LeBron was in town, LeBron's from Cleveland, but he's getting his ass beat by the Cleveland Cavaliers, by the new kid on the block, and the fans are chanting MVP, MVP, MVP. <laughs> like, yeah. that's a, that's an amazing moment. Yeah. That is that a, hurt his butthole. Correct. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's that's... I mean, granted, also Cleveland did like this huge, you know, welcome back to Cleveland for LeBron and everything, which is cool. I, you know, I love LeBron for what he did for Cleveland, but there's a new kid on the block, dude. Right. You know, that's yeah, that. Donovan Mitchell, essentially, the city of Cleveland teabagged LeBron. Fuck yeah, he did. <laughs> so, like, thanks, but new kid. And then uh, the Cleveland Guardians made a pretty big splash of free signing or free agent signing. They signed Josh Bell to a two-year, $33 million contract with an opt-out next year. I'm kind of excited for this signing. Now, the opt out. So what if we tank? Then I think he'd go free agent. Now, does he still get all thirty three mil? I don't it? think guaranteed. Okay. Now, thirty three mil is a lot. Speaking of how that our last year salary cap was thirty five or something like that. Yes. So, our, what's our salary cap now? Like, what's our salary? 
Don't this know year, yet. They, don't, they, don't, they haven't come don't out with yet. I just saw that. that. That happened yesterday. And I'm pretty excited for it. He's he's a first baseman. He could be a DH. And he's really good at hitting left-handed pitchers. Where you, you come can't from? afford Aaron Judge's 360. Fuck no. Are you kidding me? Million nine-year deal. I mean, nine Stupid. years is a long time. That's a very long time. And even time. that, like, who... 360 mil is a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Well, who else did, like, a big, huge... Like, didn't Bryce Harper do some, like, 10-year contract or something like I that? I think it was, like, $220 million. I mean, I know it's a lot of money. I'm talking about the, the length of the contract. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, nine yeah. years, oh, yeah. I mean... What's impressive to me about the Aaron Judge contract is the fact that he turned down a, a deal yeah. the year before for a seven-year deal for 217 mil. And then turn around and got a nine-year deal for three hundred and sixty. I think that's huge. I think I read that before he accepted the Yankees' offer, that either the Padres, yeah. or the Dodgers may have offered him. They did, and it was like two hundred and sixty or sixty. Right, two hundred sixty. Right. He was like, "No, dude, he went with the Yankees for three ninety. Three sixty. Was it three sixty? I think it's three sixty. Okay. Which so I, wonder, I think it's one of the biggest deals ever. Wonder how much I I don't know math off the top of my head. I wonder how much that is a year and like what is like what's their fucking salary now? Like they're know. they're what's their fuck yeah like dude it's the Yankees they got all the money in the world they can pay whoever. That's I mean stupid yeah well there is no now, salary cap no yeah that's, so I mean now do you think the playoff push that the Guardians did should bring more like I mean obviously it should bring more. Salary I would think to the that's table. the whole reason why Josh Bell signed with us is for that push. Now, yeah, I would think that would bring more salary. Are we losing any? Have we lost any players yet? No, we've we've lost as of today. We lost, I think, three pitchers, but they are all from the um all from our um AAA stuff. Oh, okay. So nobody that you would have even heard of. So, so we might potentially be running the same lineup with a couple add additions type yep. of deal. Correct. Okay, so I mean, we, that's exciting. Yeah. At least it's not like they get a World Series run and then they're kind of like they just that's it. They're we're just having, we're not going to see them for another twelve right, years or right. something like that. And at least they're going to try see what happens. And Their payroll is two an average of two hundred sixty seven mil. Yankees, <sighs> crazy, but yeah. annually, right? <laughs> uh, well. I mean, no Guardians, I suppose. Right. And I, I'm, I'm going to try and make an effort to start watching more Cavs games. Uh, real, yeah, real after quick the, after on last basketball, night. did you, any of you guys catch the Steph Curry thing? No. no I don't follow basketball whatsoever. So there was a video that went viral, and it's him making full court shots, one hand, like, yeah, yep. made five in a row. Yep. And then it came out, the video was doctored. Yep. But then... I was just going to ask what you guys think. Curry came out and he was like, but I did make, uh, I think he said three of them or two of them. Oh, I guarantee you can make them. He's, I he's, think it was two, actually. He he's said, the best but shooter. I did make two of them. He's the best I mean, shooter okay. ever. You good. made two, so, but why do you have to, if you made two in a row or just two, and you like spliced them together and you said you made two half, or full court shots one handed, I mean, that's impressive. You don't have to doctor like it to get five. Like I mean, he did it for the clout. Okay. He has the clout. <laughs> He doesn't need the fucking clout. He's got it. He's the best shooter in the league. And he's in a long time. Like, he's he's going to the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's going to be known for a while. I mean, he's the best three point shooter ever. So, he doesn't need the fucking clout. You don't have to fucking lie and stupid shit. It's stupid shit like that. I mean, if little Timmy and fucking bumfuck wherever is trying to get internet famous, I mean, yeah. Little Timmy, splice that shit together and make your shit look baller. <laughs> but Steph Curry doesn't need it. He doesn't. 
But still a cool shot. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> We're here for football. Yep. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Chelsea. So is the Browns. Mm. <laughs> dude. What game? Back-to-back wins? Z Browns. I told you. It was starting. Our March starts, dude. We're going to the Super Bowl. Yes, but <laughs> you cannot say Deshaun Watson won this game. Oh, he didn't. He oh, was rusty. Yeah, no. no, no. Defense made the best offense. Oh, for yeah. For sure. Finally. Finally the yes. defense. Finally. Yes, <laughs> our fucking defense. Finally. So, uh, Deshaun Watson did make his debut against the Texans on uh, at their, you know, it was a home game for mm-hmm. the Texans on Sunday. Um, so, but it was the defense and the special special teams who stepped up the most. Um, the Browns used a punt return touchdown from wide receiver Donovan Peoples Jones, fumble recovery touchdown from cornerback Denzel Ward, and pick six from what's LB linebacker linebacker Tony Fields <laughs> the second to generate their points against Houston. Watson, who has suspended the first 11 games, completed 12 of 22 pass attempts for 131 yards with an interception in his Browns debut. He also rushed seven times for 21 yards. Mm-hmm. That's kind of weak sauce. Well, yeah, we, yeah, well, he hasn't played in two years. I saw smart moves. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of potential and a lot of rust getting knocked out. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He, 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 he would expect it. a couple it. times. Yeah. Yeah. If you thought he was going to go out there and throw 280 yards and three touchdowns. Like, like, like. You Ryan, wake up. This was you last <laughs> week. No. Ryan, no. No. I knew he was going to be rusty. I mean, if you, if, 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 if we really thought he was going to come out and light and like lights out, then come on. Did you expect him to at least get a touchdown, though? Like I, mean, I didn't expect anything. But I expect I'm us to go to the Super Bowl this year. I'm going to have to go back to the For tape. sure. <laughs> For sure. We're going to go to the Super Bowl. This is under review. This is under review. He said red card. But, I, I mean, but it was Houston. They were yeah. one and nine and That's one. That's what I'm saying. Also, like you should have got. How do you think you the Browns are going to favor against Joe Burrow this week? Yeah. We'll win. The, they can't beat us. The Bengals can't beat the Browns. Ryan, you just fucking jinxed it. No, I you know what is an odd statistic, Bo? The Bengals for real. Bengals. Bengals. The Bengals. <laughs> Browns and Bengals, right? Bengals can't beat. Uh, Kevin Stefanski. Right. He's literally like what five and zero against them. Or right. Something. I went. O- I went over that. Right. When we, d- when exactly. we beat the Bengals. But then one. on the other hand, Bengals are three and zero against Patrick Mahomes, specifically Joe Burrow. That is pretty crazy. Well, good thing we got Kevin that Stefanski nuts? in our corner. That's so weird. That is weird. Like, it's like any given Sunday. Patrick yeah. Mahomes is kryptonite. Is Joe Burrow? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, uh, you know he was real rusty. His first drive resulted in a three and out, and the th- third drive ended with an interception in the end zone. After he managed to move down to the Texans' eleven yard line, that was caca. That was gross. Yeah. That interception was gross. No, it wasn't pretty. Nah. The Swartz one wasn't his fault. Yeah. The second drive ended on a fumble from wide receiver Anthony Schwartz that the Texans recovered and turned into a field goal, taking a three zero lead. That lead expanded to a 5-0 lead when the Browns took a safety on the fourth drive of the game. 
The drive started at the one-yard line after the defense made a goal line stand on fourth down to prevent a Texans touchdown, but the Browns were unable to advance the ball and took a safety after Nick Chubb was knocked back into the end zone on second down. That was ugly, too. It was a messy, sloppy game, and I'm just glad it was against Houston, so we still pulled off the win. Mm -hmm. We got to see Watson, how rusty he is. He's knocking it off. His throws were to the receiver, but they were all just way too steep. Right. They were just dipping. Going in the dirt. Yeah. I mean, that one Kareem caught was impressive. The fact that he, like, pulled back to the side and caught it before it hit the ground. I was like, whoo. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, since 2015, the first time since then, Peoples-Jones ran a 76-yard punt return touchdown. We haven't done that since 2015. Yeah. That's weeks off, dude. Oh, yeah. It's the Browns. Oh, yeah. Josh, shut up. You'll love that, And it's just the second punt return touchdown across the NFL this season. That's pretty wild. Mm-hmm. The last one was the Jets, where the Patriots beat the Jets. On a, it was either a punt return or a kick return. It was like 3-3 oh, three, yeah, three yeah, the entire yeah. game. Yep, yep. Cordell had one. On that was a couple kickoff. weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Cordell broke the record this year and had one on kickoff. Cordell Patterson. Mm-hmm. And he held 18 That's kickoff returns for a touchdown. But, wow. So the defense then chipped in on the second scoreboard with a fumble return touchdown from cornerback Denzel Ward. Dude, I was telling you before, you know, Denzel Ward and uh, Newsom. That they just make a, a crazy good duo, those two. They make I think some, so. They, mm-hmm. make, they make a good team on I defense. think that's why we're one of the harder teams to throw on. Mm-hmm. It's a, they're really good at their Yeah, positions. they got some good skills. Um, War, Ward scooped a fumble from the Texans' own one-yard line and had an easy jog into the end zone for the score, which put the Browns up 14-5 to midway through the third quarter. Yeah, do you remember seeing that? It was weird. You saw all the guys pile on the ball, and it was like, boop. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the board was just like, oh, look yeah. at that. <laughs> the fumble recovery touchdown was the second from Ward this season, with his last touchdown happening in week three against the Steelers. He's the first player in Browns history to return two fumbles for a touchdown in the same season. Mm-hmm. Solid. That's pretty cool. We got some hopeful things. And I like the way Deshaun Watson looked. I did. Mm-hmm. He, I knew he'd be rusty, but I liked he was moving outside the pocket. He was throwing across the pocket. He was. He's being elusive. He was. Hey. Ooh. Right. When, those couple runs right. he did, how's, even though they were rusty that? and stuff, it just felt good to see hey. a quarterback out there. No. Like, no. We got no. a quarterback that could potentially <laughs> run a lot more. Oh, snap. Right? <laughs> so the second offense, or the, excuse me, the offense didn't generate points until the uh, 9.36 mark in the fourth quarter. And guess who that was? York. Yep. Nice. He converted a 43-yard field goal attempt that extended the lead to 17-8. Fields put the finishing touches on the win with his first career interception and picked six on the first play of the next series for the defense's second touchdown of the day. He also recorded his first career fumble recovery and a punt return in the fourth quarter. So, there's a couple of highlights that I want to point out. Moment that the moment that mattered the most, the thing that really stood out with that nine minutes and 36 seconds left field snared a deflected pass from Texas quarterback Kyle Allen for the Browns' second interception of the game. They drafted the raw and Allen, yeah, dude. <laughs> he finished it off with an easy 16 yard sprint into the end zone, which put the Browns up by three scores and highlighted a season best day by the defense. 
Hell yeah. Who do you guys think the player of the game was? It's got to be Denzel Ward or Peoples Jones. Peoples or Jones. I said Peoples Jones. They 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 listed they labeled Fields as a player of the game who had a breakout game of sorts with two takeaways. His role at linebacker was steadily increased over the last few games. Two takeaways, yeah. yeah. And one was a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 that's, yeah that's, he, he, that makes that sense. Yeah, and figures continue to growing, or continue growing with two key plays Sunday. Yep. He also added four tackles, one pass breakup, and a forced fumble on the play. Ward scored his touchdown. Wow. So he he forced the fumble on yeah. the one touchdown. Yeah. yeah. Got a fumble and then interception for it to pitch six. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Oh yeah. Uh, so stat of the game, there there was a total of four takeaways the Browns had against the Texans, with three of them coming from the defense and the other on special teams. The defense had a game high in the takeaways category and turned the two of them into touchdowns. Ward's fumble recovery and Fields interception. The defense also snapped a three-game spell without a takeaway. Yeah, uh, Jordan definitely played matchups this week, and he had yeah. Browns defense. Oh, he had oh nice, yeah, nice. He's, he's, he's been playing smart. That's smart. That's smart. He's been playing mm-hmm. smart. I've been watching his roster. I'm like, you sneaky dog. Mm-hmm. Yep. The game was decided when Fields scooped a fumble with five minutes and twenty-nine seconds left in the fourth quarter and gave the Browns excellent field position at Houston's 33-yard line. That allowed the Browns to add another field goal, a 42-yard <coughs> boot from York to extend the lead 70 or 27-8. And then, so what's next? The Browns are now 5-7. and seven. It's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, it's not There's good. a chance. It's not, well. There's a chance. In your there's division, a yes. With a lot of losses. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, there's divisions where... But I think the Bucks, the Saints, like that division. I know it's they're NFC. Six and six. Yeah, that's that's. A I mess. mean, Tennessee ran away with the division because they have at least seven or eight wins or nine wins or something like that. And yeah, every the next person, like the Colts, have four. Yeah, like it's that division's atrocious. Well, I mean, also for the Browns, it's not bad. I'll take that's it. really what I was I'll saying. I'll take it. So they go back on the road for the second straight week next Sunday against the Bengals. That's right. So this is their first win streak this season, right? They won last week against the Bucks. Yep. This week against the Texans. But unfortunately, Ravens won. They Steelers did. won. Yep. Bengals won. Yep. We yeah, but won. I'll go into something that you know the Ravens might not be faring too well. Yeah, True. tell me about it, Joe. Because I have true. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna scored you a total of like one point three. Shut points up! Damn. Yeah, dude. I'll I'll get to him. I'm gonna start out with uh, Jimmy G is out with a foot injury, broke his foot yeah, in the game against the Dolphins. Jimmy G was a backup after starting week two after Trey Lance got injured and was out for the season. Jimmy doesn't need surgery, but his recovery timeline as of now is looking like the wild card round, which is in January. Third string quarterback for the 49ers is Brock Purdy. He has a nickname of being Mister. <coughs> he has a nickname of being Mister. Irrelevance of the 2022 draft. The term Mister. Irrelevant dates back to the draft of 1976, and is for the person who was picked very last in the draft. Brock Purdy became the first Mister. Irrelevant to throw a touchdown when he played last in the last 17 minutes of the game Sunday against the Dolphins. So, kind of cool. A Mr. Relevant. Now, another Mr. Relevant that I noticed on the list that I recognized, there was a lot of players, but the one that I recognized was Ryan Suckup, a, kick, or a kicker. He used to play for Tampa. Yeah. yeah, he was a Mr. He's a Mr. Relevant. 
He was the very last pick in the draft. I believe he was drafted by the Chiefs, but don't quote me on that. Mm. But, yeah, he was a Mr. Irrelevant. Hmm. Hmm. He actually, yeah, his last, one of his recent games, he scored me, like, fucking 15 points. He's a good kicker. Nice. Yeah, he's, yeah. Nice. Yeah, dude. Um, so, yeah, and the 49ers beat the Dolphins. It was a good week in standings. For, Buffalo got lucky in standings this week. With Kansas City losing, the Jets losing, and the Dolphins losing. Yeah. Buffalo is now number one seed in the AFC. They are. I saw that. So, we just got to win out. And if we win out, even if Kansas City wins out and we win out, we still take first. Because you beat because them. Because we beat them and we play the Bengals later in the season, mm-hmm. like one of the last games. And if we beat the Bengals, cause us to win out, then we have that up on the Chiefs too. What are you doing? I don't know what he's doing over there. <laughs> so uh, another QB going down this week is Lamar Jackson of the Ravens. No. The Ravens did not re- did receive good news on Monday after undergoing an MRI on Jackson's knee. The injury doesn't need surgery, but he will miss some time and is considered week to week. I would bet he definitely sits this week for sure. Oh, yeah. Who's your backup? Tua. Uh... Oh, nice. This be all right, then. How'd you land that one? I thought Jordan that dropped him like a silly cat. Because <laughs> he has Mahomes. He's just going to ride with Mahomes for the season. Yeah, Makes sense. He doesn't need him anymore, really. Yeah. Well, yeah, but shit happens all the fucking time. There's two weeks left. If, if if Mahomes goes down next week, I mean, in the, in the first round of the playoffs, I mean, you just take it as a loss. It sucks. You made it to the playoffs. Congratulations. Yep. But that that's a shitty injury to where... Good no, luck. I'm still rolling with two quarterbacks in the playoffs. Fuck yeah. I Fuck haven't that. had a second quarterback since my bye week. Yeah. See, I had to because Allen was injured for a little bit. Still I say the only reason you ride with one quarterback is if you have a top five quarterback. Right. <laughs> You're yeah, a dork. that's the only reason. Which Joe has a top five quarterback, so in that case, I mean, so do I. Right, yes. and so does J- Jordan. Right, uh-huh. but you also have two of the top five quarterbacks. Dak is one of the top five. I don't think. I don't so. think Dak's top five. Yeah, he had I don't like think he's top t- five. he didn't play that great. Yeah, he had no. like two interceptions. No, he was out for half the season, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's out for a while. Yeah, he was. He's Matt's, a top five quarterback right now. Matt Stafford was placed on IR for a spinal cord contusion and will likely yeah. miss the remainder of the season. That's I don't not see good. the I don't see the Rams making playoffs anyway. I think they only have like three or four wins. Yeah. So there's really no need for him in the postseason. With that injury, the Rams picked up Baker Mayfield off the waivers after being cut by the Panthers earlier this week. Uh, I just there was an interview with Baker that came out that Baker thought the 49ers would pick him up because of Jimmy G getting hurt, but I guess he's going to LA. I keep hearing stuff on the radio where they're talking about Sean McVay is like this big fan of Baker, mm-hmm. which I don't understand how and why. I don't know. He also liked Jared Goff. <laughs> true. <laughs> true. Very true. Yeah, I don't know. Is he the quarterback whisperer, though? No. Oh. Uh, Matt Stafford will run that game, not him. Oh. Yeah, but Matt Stafford... He he only got he got hurt recently, and even then he was only in three and something. Yeah. Like they are they they're not they're good garbage. this year. Garbage. First yeah. to worst for sure. Well, you lost Cooper Cup, you lost Stafford, you lost you lost Aaron Donald. Donald right. for, it just kills your defense. Uh, yeah, they, they are riddled with injuries. They but even then, at the beginning of the season, 
They were good. Uh, they, they were got, doing all right. got stomped week one. Cooper Cup was the number True. one receiver and is still the number three <sighs> receiver of the year after his injured games. I mean, okay, he's a good receiver, but you got to win games too. The garbage. He's not winning garbage. games. He's, he's just not scoring. playing them either. <laughs> uh, not quite fantasy related, but still a big blow. Von Miller is out for the season after having exploratory surgery and the doctors discovering he tore his ACL. Fucking sucks. Yep. It does because I think that hurts the Bills a lot. Oh, yeah. Yes. Their now we did now, like dropped in rankings. We so did much. pretty well against the Patriots. We did pretty yeah, well against the Patriots. Well. Uh, defensively, not as good. How as you the look. ten You points. just don't look as good as you was. I I mean numbers wise against the Patriots, I, I think I defense played a very game. solid game. The way they and even then, just the way we we played Belichick's game, we controlled yeah. the clock. Yeah. Right. We had the ball for 38 minutes out of the entire yeah, game. Yeah, you outplayed them for sure. All but right. I'm just saying, still, I can see how weaker the defense is without Von Miller. Uh, but with that, odd stat, last year, Tredavious White tore his ACL on Thanksgiving while playing the Saints. And this year, Von Miller tears his ACL while playing on Thanksgiving against Detroit. Weird. Is it the turkey? No, Ryan. What is it? But I will say... Both New Orleans and Detroit have the same fake turf field. Weird. Now, there's been the huh. debate of turf versus grass. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was curious. So it's not the turkey. It's not the turkey. Damn. Not the turkey. Now, I, I, I also... I am aware that Buffalo has a fake field. And, you know, I, I'm seeing the numbers now. Like, after, like, looking up some things and, like, seeing the numbers, it's like... I mean, I'm all for grass, like right. for player safety and everything else. It's yeah, I don't understand why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you I mean, I understand why. Now I dug into the, I dug into a little bit more. The problem the NFL is faced with a debate over turf versus grass. This year, there has been a slew of injuries on players who have gotten injured in non-contact plays. Example: In Week Seven, cornerback of the Chargers, J.C. Jackson. And wide receiver for the Seahawks, DK Metcalf, both sustained knee injuries from a non-contact play. Metcalf went out in Week Seven's game, but was able to return the following week. But J.C. Jackson is out for the season for rupturing his patellar tendon in his knee. Like he's done for not even getting hit, just his foot catching it away and his body momentum rupturing something in his knee mm-hmm. because the field it's on. Cleats are almost too strong for the, or the turf's too strong for the cleats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's not enough give. Hmm. Um, a study by University Hospital Sports Medicine Institute analyzed data to compare injury rates on artificial versus natural playing surfaces among high school athletes, both male and female, for all sports played on a field. So that's all sports, not including football, for this research. And I know it's high school, but I mean, there's grass and turf around, around the country for high school. They found athletes were 58% more likely to sustain an injury during athletic activity on artificial turf. Injury rates were significantly higher for football. The sport, yeah, the Sports Medicine Institute stated lower extremity, upper extremity, and torso injuries were also found to occur and higher incidents on artificial turf. So there are 58% more injuries on artificial turf than grass in high school. High school for all sports. 
So you said you see why they use, they use turf. turf versus it's more affordable. It's convenient, less work, less workers to tend to. I mean, it's just more efficient. It's expensive up front, but in the long yeah, it's run, like it's like a metal cheaper. roof versus you know. Yeah, it's right. expensive off the rip, but it's it's it, it pays for itself over time. You don't have to maintain it as much. It's easy to take care of. Well, yeah, but <clears throat> isn't it also a waste of money if you spend some million dollars on a on a player and who the, can't fucking play? Who, yeah, yeah, right. That's I mean, a good that's point true. as well. That's very true. <laughs> very true. I mean, I don't understand it. I if. High school students are getting injured that much. I don't think they should be allowed to have it in high school if, if these students are getting injured well, college, that much. I mean, I mean, these are kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. you can't even move forward. Right. If you wanted to play in college ball. Right, you could tear, tear something and, like, destroy your, 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 your entire t- thing. Yeah. Like, if you tear your, like, Tredavious White last year for Buffalo, tore his ACL in Thanksgiving, he came back and played a few snaps against the Browns. That was his first game back. Right. Over a year. Right. A year recovery. If... Imagine that in high school. Now you're probably recovering a little bit faster because you're younger, maybe, probably. maybe. Sure, but even then, if you're tearing your ACL in high school, you're gonna tear it in college. Mm-hmm. And if you don't tear it in college and you made it to the pros, you're, I mean, it's going to happen again. Yeah. You're gonna, and even then, if you get it in college, you can kiss anything goodbye after that. And you're just injury prone, mm-hmm. and it's it's done. Yeah. And fifty eight percent. That's a lot. Like that's a lot. Like that is. A lot. That is. Over half. That's that is. um. Now, in regards to the NFL, NFL Players Association President J.C. Treader called for all teams to use grass fields to reduce the risk of injury to players back in September of 2020. Treader cited NFL injury data from 2012 to 2018 that showed a 28% higher rate of non-contact lower extremity injuries on artificial turf as compared to grass. So in the NFL, there was a 28% higher rate of non-contact lower extremity, like, overall injuries. Right. Sounds like high school needs to use NFL turf. Uh, <laughs> he, also, he also noted that those non-contact injury players have a 32% higher rate of knee injuries on turf and a 69% chance higher rate of foot and ankle injuries. So... I mean, 69% you're going to get a foot or an ankle injury. I mean, think how many high ankle sprains you have this year. Wow. I mean, Matt Jones was out. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean Lamar's out. I mean, Jimmy G broke his foot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, there's so many high ankle injuries. And well, that's why. You're seeing because a lot. Because it's 60. Yeah, 69%. Right. All your injuries are mainly that. Crazy. It's uh, kind of like running on a treadmill versus the road. I feel like... The treadmill, like my sister, she was even, she went to a chiropractor recently and the chiropractor, you know, asked her if she did any physical activity and stuff throughout the week. And she said, yeah, I go to the gym and I like to run on the treadmill because she initially ended up jarring something in her upper back, like Mm. neck area. And it, there was an accident, but then a day or two later, she went for a jog that ultimately resulted in something happening and she doesn't know what it was. Um, so you're saying treadmills are worse than the road? That's what. That's my understanding of it. I, running in general is really hard on the body. If you're going to run, like, you can't do it for long periods of time. Like, I mean, Mr. J, I don't know how the fuck he managed to do that for so long. But right. 
He was a toothpick. Yeah, he, he also did baby pick. drugs too. He was like, you know. I never saw him <laughs> But, you know, it's just, you got to be careful with running on fake shit or just performing sports on fake shit versus the real Which stuff. I find funny because, like, the NFL takes such precautions on concussions. They want to make sure, you know. And safety and these right. penalties and everything else. <clears throat> and they know that they're getting leg and ankle and injuries off these guys because of the turf. But they'll still do the turf because they'll cut corners in the long run. Yeah. Which is funny to me. You know, it is. is it funny or is it just prove corporate America? There you go. That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, stupid. Right. Yeah. But there are currently 16 teams that have real grass. The grass does vary in each stadium from oh. Kentucky bluegrass. Which, now, if they run the numbers, what, did you see anything that proved that... I mean, obviously there would be less injuries, but proved like... You're like forty percent less less likely if you play on that field like that. People didn't sustain injuries. Uh, if I would have spent hours really yeah, digging, yeah, maybe yeah. I could have gotten more. But I mean, you know, it's just pretty good for an hour, right? I think, you know, I mean, yeah. come on. No, I, just to <laughs> I have a day job too. Tori. <laughs> Get shit on me this week. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I I think I can look into it a little bit more and bring a topic to the table and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, so the grass does vary in each stadium from Kentucky bluegrass, not the music, oh. which the Browns actually use. Oh. That's that's what the Browns use is Kentucky bluegrass. That bluegrass, bro. Bermuda grass and Dezo Grassmaster. There's also Game On Grass, which is popular choice for teams wanting the Bermuda grass type. Oh. It's a sand-based sod. And it's grown on plastic, which creates a strong root base and increased durability. These two things give it the ability to be laid down on the field immediately and played on. Immediately? Immediately. You can just slap that shit down and play. Wow. Yep. It's durable. Uh, current teams with grass are the Cardinals, Ravens, Bears, Browns, Broncos, Packers, Jaguars, Chiefs, Raiders, Miami, Eagles, Steelers, 49ers, Bucks, Titans, Commanders. All right. So, decent amount of teams with the grass. Um, and I just, I mean, for so teams... So, it's literally split, 16 and 16? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Uh. And I've noticed some, like, like one of the trends... I don't know if it's, it's not a trend, but I noticed, like, the... Your divi- the Browns division, AFC East? Your, no, North. 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 Um, you guys, the Steelers, the Ravens, and the Browns all have grass, but the Bengals have turf. But in our division... Miami is the only one with grass, and Patriots, Jets, and Bills all have turf. But hmm. it's I don't I don't know. Now yeah. maybe maybe they'll put grass in the new stadium they're building. Who knows? That'd be that'd be interesting. But right. I mean, maybe well, it makes sense for like Florida to have regular grass because it's probably better to keep up with, easier to keep up with in the warmer weather. Arizona is a dome, and the field moves in and out. They grow the grass outside. And they wheel the, it's on a giant track system, and they wheel the the field into the stadium, and they play the game, and then they wheel it back out and grow grass outside in Arizona. The Raiders, I think, do the same thing. They're in Vegas, and they're in a dome, and the the field rolls out, and they grow grass outside, and they wheel the stadium or the field in, and they play their game, and they wheel it back out. I mean, they can do it. I guess saying as far as like those are warmer states that have the that is true. But then you have the Steelers, Browns, Bears, Chiefs, Packers. 
Broncos. I mean, that's right. all shitty. They all have weather. Real grass. Yeah. Real grass. Yeah. yeah. Commanders. Yeah. 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 We have real grass. Yeah. Hmm. So we get that real grass, bro. So why was Baker such a little bitch? Because he's Baker Mayfield. <laughs> because you're right. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, yeah, I will. You know, I'll, I'll bring. I'll bring more numbers to the table. We can debate that. I do yeah. like the subject. It's that is interesting. interesting. It is. Yeah, and especially with everything that was going on this earlier this year with Tua and the whole concussion thing, they pushed yeah. the concussions through, and it's like, well, you have other players dropping like flies for like serious injuries. Mm-hmm. I mean. Because of turf, I mean, come yeah. on. When do we change? When yeah. Do we change? When do we make a change? One guy gets fight? knocked out on national television, and you're changing rules in a matter of a week. Yeah. Right. And yet, you have guys blowing their knee out on national television, and yeah. that's more. They're it's easier know. to change a rule. It's cheaper to change a rule than it is to change a field for a stadium. Well, it just takes and one lawsuit, and be, they'll have to change it. Yeah. Well, to be honest, too, I feel like the quarterback is always sort of babied. Like, things always revolve around, like, change revolves around the quarterback. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Most or the, the Saints time. getting drop kicked in the, in the air. True. Then, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't cool. That was not cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was like, what the fuck? But that fucked everything. I up. still agree that you should just be allowed to. I think they should try a rule in a way you can just challenge whatever you want. That game would last hours. It wasn't. That's what people would say. There's no way it wouldn't. You're only allowed three challenges anyway. <coughs> it burns True. the time out if you're wrong. <coughs> it wouldn't change anything. You just make anything challengeable. Yeah, but the time it takes to challenge and the time it it still would slow it. It wouldn't. Yes, it would. They've done the study. And showed it wouldn't slow the game down. It'd be the same amount of time. There's time to review the play and everything else, and then you they already have... use your timeout, so it burns a timeout. Don't yep. you think that a they review would just is longer than thirty seconds, though? The number, challenges. The number of challenges and timeouts. I, would think so, I feel yeah. like they would adjust. That would create. Like just, I uh, think you yeah. would see more challenges. Eight-hour eight football games in ten years. Even then, well, you already have. You only have two challenges. Right, two challenges. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm just yeah. Yeah. Just saying in general. You should just, just be able to. You should been just be able to challenge whatever it is, but you still only have the same amount of challenges. I mean, what challenge a false start or something? like If that? you wanted to, I mean, there are there have been false starts in McCall because you're yeah. kind of sketchy. Yeah. Like that guy, the I think it was called on the Browns, where he turned his head. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Like, what the fuck? And he did it the same exact was, play, but they didn't call it. Right. See, maybe, maybe you could do challenges in the final, like the the two minutes of the game. You can implement. You can do. No, they actually have a rule that you don't do. You, that. Can't, you can't challenge, challenge in the two minutes last of the game? two minutes. No. Correct, oh, well, because that will lame. draw. out. Or within the two minute warning, yeah. you can't in right. the first half and the second half. You can't just challenge it's two minute warning. Right, but the booth can review it. Yeah, and every yeah. but everything's on the booth review too, like mm-hmm. big catches and they might stop yeah. the clock. I just say you should be able to allow them to challenge whatever you want to challenge. All right, I get that. Well, Rest sticks uh, out. <laughs> challenge that play. <laughs> Distracted my player. <laughs> well, start them, sit Corey. Yeah, I got quarterbacks and running backs. Let's go. Top ten quarterbacks for the week, in my opinion. Uh, and analyst, of course, online. <laughs> and uh, so I'm going with Patrick Mahomes at the Broncos, Jalen Hurts at the Giants, Josh Allen versus the Jets, Joe Burrow versus the Browns, Justin Herbert versus the Dolphins, 
Tua versus the Chargers. Dak versus the uh, Texans. Oh, okay. Never mind. I heard that wrong. Kyler Murray versus the Patriots. Kirk Cousins at the Lions. And Jared Goff versus the Vikings. Mm. Starts for quarterbacks. Justin Herbert versus the Dolphins. Herbert scored 18.1 fantasy points in the last week's loss to the Raiders. And now he's put up 18-plus points in three straight games. I think he'll make it four in a row against the Dolphins in what should be a high-scoring game. Their defense has allowed the fifth-most points to quarterbacks, and five players have been beating them for 18-plus points. Next up, I got Tua at the Chargers as well. Tua is coming off of his worst game since week four, scoring just 13.8 points and a loss to the 49ers. He hurt his ankle too, but Tua should be fine for a matchup in L.A. Their defense has allowed 25-plus fantasy points to two quarterbacks in the last three games, and their position has scored the six most fantasy points against them in week 10. Hence the fact it's going to be a high-scoring game, boys. Mm. <laughs> Uh, Kirk Cousins at the Lions. Listed as a sit last week, Cousins held just 11.8 points against the Jets. I'd start him this week, though, as he'll face a Lions defense that allowed 19 touchdown passes, the most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Cousins has also scored 18-plus points in six of the last nine games against Detroit, including 18.3 points against them back in week three. Woo-hoo! Tre- <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence at the Titans. Lawrence what? Was, yeah. What? Definitely start. He said him. He Lawrence said was him. Lawrence was a disappointment in the stat sheets last week, scoring just 14.4 points despite a plus matchup in Detroit. Yeah, gave me a win. Still, I see him as a viable starter with six teams on a bye this week and against the Titans. Their defense has struggled against quarterbacks, allowing the fourth most points to the position. In all eight quarterbacks that have beaten them for at least 17.8 points this season or more. God, it'd be sweet to have a week 13 or 14 round bye or whatever it is. Right? Or six right? teams. Six like, teams yeah, like, yeah. Like, that would be great for a team that's really pushing for playoffs right now. Right. That's Jared Golf versus the Vikings. Interesting. I, I, that's, no, I, I see that. The Detroit's hot. Jo- yeah. Joe. Exactly. Golf is on a mini hot streak, scoring a combined 39.2 fantasy points in his last two games. He's also thrown at least two touchdowns in all, but one game at Ford Field. And a plus matchup versus the Vikings makes him a nice streamer option. Their defense has allowed eight quarterbacks to score 17 plus points, including four who have surpassed 20 fantasy points. And a couple other starts this week could be Derek Carr at the Rams, because as we know, the Rams are dysfunctional <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. And Dak Prescott versus the Texans. We saw what the Texans do last oh, week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Cowboys are. Oh, yeah, the Cowboys line them up. Sit them this week. Tom Brady at the 49ers. <laughs> Brady hasn't been the same goat we're all used to in 2022. <laughs> He's averaging just 15.7 fantasy points per game. I'd be wary of starting him this week. Even with six teams on a bye against the 49ers, their defense has allowed just two quarterbacks to score more than 17.4 points, one of which is Patrick Mahomes, and no team has allowed fewer points to quarterbacks since Week 10. It's a new girlfriend he's got, dude. It's too much of a distraction, I'm telling you. <laughs> Russell Wilson versus the Chiefs. Oh, I mean, oh that's a sit? <laughs> really, are you... 
I mean, I think this is just an obvious one. I mean, Wilson continued to look awful last week, just scoring 9.7 fantasy points. I wonder if there's somebody out there that has him on their starting team. In a loss to the Ravens, he has thrown just eight touchdown passes in his first 11 games. He's not even in the top 20 in points among quarterbacks. So while the Chiefs have, have allowed the six most, six most fantasy points to quarterbacks, I simply can't trust Wilson. It's a difficult road matchup. Gross. But if you want to play him, Broncos country. Let's Do they ride. ever have a fantasy league in which you try to score the least amount of points? <laughs> I, don't think so. I feel that would be pretty easy. You would just pick up everybody shit, that I would have won the this year, bro. No, 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 it would like, just be zero, 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 zero. Well, yeah, and people that are injured and shit. But I'm saying, like, genuinely put in effort to, like... Find the worst find... worst players? Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, do it in your consulate. You're in the you're in the loser bracket, Ryan. I know. Try to just lose the whole thing. <laughs> um, Russell I Wilson... everybody. Russell Wilson on ESPN is 43.7% rostered. <laughs> Why? He's garbage! Yes, but I mean, when you're looking at like a 16 lead team, like you gotta like, have somebody, right? I guess, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. That's still really low. You're playing three percent right? in fantasy is insanely low. Yeah. I guess if you're in a big league and you need somebody, right? Exactly. Another sit this week: right. Deshaun Watson at the Bengals. Watson looked like a man who hadn't played an NFL game in 700 days last week. Mm-hmm. Completing yes. just 54.5% of his passes and scoring a mere 5.3 points in a win over the Texans. He should be on the bench this week as the Browns face a Bengals defense that has allowed just 11 touchdown passes and fewer than 14 fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. The Browns, you know, Greg Newsom and Denzel Ward. So yeah. mm. it should still be a good game, but yeah, don't play Watson. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean, Garrett destroyed... Uh, Burrow last game. Oh, yeah, he did. Remember the, yeah, the Halloween, the Halloween thing? We might yeah. let him up this week, too. Ryan, I got your boy up next. Is it sit him? Which one? Daniel Jones versus the oh, Eagles. Yeah. Oh, he's on the bench, bro. <laughs> Jones posted a decent line last week, scoring 17.1 fantasy points in a tie against the Commanders. Still, it's hard to start him in a brutal home matchup against the Eagles. Their defense has allowed the fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks this season. In fact, no player at the position has scored more than 16.2 points against them. Jones should be on the sidelines. <laughs> now, just for comparison and percentages here, yeah. Brock Purdy, who's now starting for the 49ers, yep. he is 2.8% rostered. Okay. So, okay, yeah, uh, it yeah. gives perspective. <laughs> Even mm. the... Oh, Jesus, looking at some of these, it's horrible. Do you know... This is bad. Russell Wilson is rostered more than Jared Goff. (laughs) (laughs) People are dumb out there. (laughs) Sorry. Mike White at the Bills. Listen to Pancakes on Sunday and we'll teach you all about (laughs) it. Yeah, yeah, we got you. White has been solid for fantasy fans since taking over the starting job in New York, averaging 21 points in his first two games. Still... He'll be a tough to start in traditional leagues in a road matchup against the Bills. Their defense has allowed the seven fewest points to quarterbacks, and just two players at the position have scored more than 17.6 points against them. Oof. More sits this week. Kenny Pickett versus the Ravens and Sam Darnold versus the Seahawks. Nice. Hootie hoo. Nice. Damn, oh yeah. Nice. Panthers. Don't play him. That dumpster no. fire down no. there. Nope. Running backs. Running backs. They're up next, right? Top 10, we got Austin Eckler versus the Dolphins. 
Josh Jacobs at the Rams. Ramond Stevenson at the Cardinals. Christian McCaffrey versus the Buccaneers. Derrick Henry versus the Jaguars. Dalvin Cook at the Lions. Shaquan Barkley versus the Eagles. Nice. I'm interested to see this game. Tony Pollard versus the Texans. DeAndre Swift versus the Vikings. And Nick Chubbs at the Bengals. Starts this week, I got Tony Pollard versus the Texans. Pollard was my running back start of the week in week 13. He went off for 24.6 points. So let's double up and go for it again. Damn. <laughs> Pollard, who started the win over the Colts, had just a 25.9% touch share. Should smash the Texans at home. Their defense has allowed the most fantasy points to running backs, so Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott are solid starting options. For uh, they're, sure. they're running all over those guys. Ramon Stevenson at the Cardinals. This might be a low-hanging fruit, but pickings are slim with six teams on a bye. Stevenson is also coming off of his worst stat line since week four. Regardless, he's a must-start this week against the Cardinals, who have allowed the ninth-most catches to running backs and 17-plus fantasy points to eight different running backs after 13 weeks. DeAndre Swift versus the Vikings. Did we see a changing of the guard in Detroit last week? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Swift got the start and had more stat snaps, right. touches, and red zone looks than Jamal Williams for the first time in what seems like forever. What Jamal so- Williams did get a touchdown? He did. He's a solid start this week <coughs> against the Vikings, who had surrendered six touchdowns and the second most fantasy points to opposing running backs since Week Ten. Another good start this week. Miles Sanders at the Giants. Sanders is a very tough player to trust as he has been inconsistent in the stat sheets for most of the season and his career for that matter. Mm. But six teams on a bye, he'll be a running back two slash flex consideration against the Giants. Their defense has struggled against backs lately, allowing five touchdowns and the six most fantasy points to the position over the last four weeks. And my boy, Ryan, thank you again. You're welcome. Deontay Foreman at the Seahawks. Fresh off a bye, Foreman is a nice flex option in a plus mashup against the Seahawks. Over the last four weeks, no team in the league has allowed more fantasy points to opposing running backs. Overall, Seattle has surrendered 14-plus points to nine runners, including seven who have scored over 19 points, and five who have scored more than 22 points. That trade is where you lost this lead. <laughs> For real. That dude could have rode you to victory. Potentially. <laughs> Literally. Potentially. Well, that sucks. <laughs> what are you going to do? Can't take it back now. I, I tried the veto. Just so it. everybody knows, you traded me for Adam Thielen. Yeah. Hey. Horrible. Hey. Horrible. <laughs> Nobody said nothing, so I was like, yeah, I it. tried, but I need. To, it's not unanimous. It was still like a good trade on paper, but you kind of saw what was going to happen. <laughs> no, that was <laughs> not. Due to the fact, Thielen barely got touches. I was like, I don't even doubt that. <laughs> um, Sidhams this week. Sorry, Ryan. Damian Pierce at the Cowboys. Yeah. Pierce had a decent stat line in the loss to the Browns, scoring 12.5 fantasy points. But unfortunately, that's the most points he scored in his last four games, during which he's averaged only 8.3 points. He'll be a low flex at best mm. this week against the Cowboys. He was hot. He, he was, was hot. swinging yeah. in the bro. beginning of the year. He was. 
He'll be a low flex at best this week. Yeah, he's allowed the fifth most fantasy 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 fantasy, fantasy points. football fantasy football guys. Fantasy he has the fifth fewest points to opposing running backs. Pierce could also face a negative game script. Got a lot game. of peas. He in might there. get you minus points because of how good that Cowboys defense is. <laughs> Bring it on, dude. Stack them up. James Conner versus the Patriots. Sorry, babe. Connor has been hot recently, so he'll be a good starter in most leagues with six teams on a bye. But those who have running backs depth, I would be rare of this matchup against the Patriots. Their defense has just allowed three touchdowns to running backs total. No player at the position has scored more than 16.5 points against them after 13 weeks. Leonard Fournette at the 49ers. Fournette posted a respectable 14.1 fantasy points against the Saints last week and saw 28.6% of touch share. That was nearly identical to Rashad White, who started and saw 26.8% of the share as well. While both players will be in most lineups due to the bi-week Megadon, remember that the 49ers have allowed just five scores and the fewest fantasy points to runners. Another sit, Najee Harris versus the Ravens. Mm. Harris looked far better in recent weeks, but still hasn't equated to huge fantasy production. In fact, he scored more than 10.9 points in just one of his last four games. He'll be a WR2 slash flex starter at best in a bad matchup against the Ravens, who have allowed one touchdown and the fifth fewest points to opposing running backs in the last four Did you see that stiff arm from last week? Yeah. That was nasty. That was nasty. He fucking put that dude in the dirt, dude. God bless you. Thanks, John. You're welcome. And Isaiah Pacquiao at Broncos. Pacquiao has seen his fantasy points increase in three straight games, so he's a flex starter in plenty of lineups this week for sure. I would temper expectations, though, as the Broncos haven't allowed a touchdown to a running back in each of their last four games. During that time, the defense averaged the six fewest fantasy points, 16.2, to the position. Also, Kareem Williams versus the Raiders. I got him as a sit. Latavius Murray versus the Chiefs. And Kareem Hunt at the Bengals. Mm. Sit him. Okay. Unless your league's too deep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Our league's kind of deep, so <laughs> hey, it's only eight. It's not that bad. Uh, I got wide receivers and tight ends. Um, Stardoms and wide receivers. Garrett Wilson at the Bills. Wilson was last. Wilson was last week's top start at wide receiver and came through with twenty four point two points. Over the last four weeks, Bills defense has allowed fourth most points to perimeter receivers. Wilson also beat the Bills. When Wilson and um, the Jets beat the Bills earlier this year, he had eight catches and 17.9 fantasy points back in Week 9. Start Chris Godwin at 49ers. Godwin has looked better recently, scoring 14 points in three straight games, during which he's seen 34 targets. The 49ers, who have allowed five scores and the second-most fantasy points to opposing slot receivers, that's where Godwin has run nearly 66% of his routes. Start Christian Kirk at the Titans. Kirk posted a nice stat line last week against Detroit, scoring 16.4 points on six catches and 104 yards. As the Jaguars face the Titans defense that struggled against wideouts, in fact, no team in the league has allowed more touchdown catches, 17, or fantasy points to the position. So definitely start Christian Kirk. I know. Dave, I still hate you. <laughs> 
Jerry Judy versus the Chiefs. Judy returned to action last week and led the Broncos whiteouts in fantasy points at 10.5 in a loss to the Ravens. He should do the same this week as Cortland Sutton is banged up and the game against the Chiefs should force the Broncos to throw often against them. Chiefs defense has allowed the fourth most fantasy points to wideouts. Uh, Sidhams in the wide receivers of Gabe Davis versus the Jets. Davis has been inconsistent in the stat sheet in recent weeks, scoring single-digit points in four of his last six games. That includes a 5.3-point dud against the Jets previously this season. The Jets have been tough on perimeter receivers, allowing the fifth-fewest fantasy points to the position. Uh, Brandon Ayuk against the Buccaneers. Ayuk has posted a modest 131 receiving yards in his last three games, scoring fewer than 12 points in two of those contests. With the inexperienced Brock Purdy under center, Ayuk loses some of his fantasy luster. He'll also be facing the Bucks defense that has surrendered just four touchdown catches to perimeter receivers this season. I got Juju Smith-Schuster at the Bron Broncos. Uh, Juju hasn't done a whole lot fantasy-wise, scoring a combined 18.6 fantasy points in the last three games. 18 points in the last three games. It's mm -hmm. like six points a game. He'll be a tough start this week, too, as the Chiefs face a strong Broncos defense in Denver. That's their, why he's riding my pine. <laughs> their defense has been tough on wideouts, allowing just six touchdowns and the second-fewest fantasy points to the positions this season. Uh, Deontay Johnson versus the Ravens. Johnson has struggled this year, scoring 11 or fewer fantasy points in the last nine games. This week's matchup at home against the Ravens is good on paper, as their defense has allowed the ninth most points to perimeter receivers, but Johnson just hasn't delivered on plus matchups for the season. Um, also, I think this is you too, Ryan. Darius Slayton versus the Eagles. Maybe, I don't know. You, know, <laughs> you have Slayton. I probably do. Slayton has been quietly good in the last few weeks, scoring 13-plus points in three of his last four games oh, yeah. and four of his last six overall. So while some fantasy managers, Ryan, yeah. might want to start him, they has a bad matchup against the Eagles. They might have to, Their defense know. has allowed the fewest fantasy points to perimeter receivers, where Slayton runs 70.1% of his routes. Hmm. Um... So you know, honestly, you, you still have a chance to make playoffs, dude. There's no way in hell you I mean, have to score a shit ton of points. And so I did the math. A bunch of people have to lose, right. right? So he needs Chelsea and Jordan, Jordan to, lose. to lose. Yeah, and then you got to score 312 points. Yes, yeah, there's no way. I barely <laughs> break 100 <laughs> each week. There's no yeah. way I'm scoring. And that would probably points. clear you by about 20 points on that. That would be disgusting. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, right for the gun. That would be here. disgusting. God damn. Go down in history. What the fuck? The best fantasy comeback in the world. Tight ends. TJ Hawkinson at the Lions. Hawkinson has produced fewer than nine fantasy points in two of his last three games, but he has potential in a revenge game against the team he, that traded him, the Ooh. Lions. Oh. Their defense has given up nine or more fantasy points to not, two tight ends, and the position has scored nine touchdowns and averages the fifth most points against Detroit this season. So they they throw it. They don't block the tight ends. Nope. Gerald Everett versus Dolphins. Everett is coming off a solid game, scoring 13 fantasy points and a loss to the Raiders. Dolphins' defense has given up 10-plus fantasy points to eight tight ends this season, including two have who have gone over 20. This should be a high-scoring game at SoFi as well. Greg Dulcich versus the Chiefs. 
Dalsus has been inconsistent in the stat sheet, scoring seven or fewer points three times before busting out for 14.5 in last week's loss to the Ravens. Kansas City has actually been tough on tight ends, but with the scheme that the Broncos should throw often and a lot, expect Dulcich to get some passes. I also have Hunter Henry at the Cardinals. Henry has disappointed fantasy fans this season, falling to score double digits, failing to score double digits in all but two of his last 12 games. Still, he's a worthwhile option in a matchup against the Cardinals. Their defense has allowed 10-plus fantasy points to 10 tight ends, including five who have posted at least 17 points. So, if you're playing matchups, it might be a, it might be a risk to take. And Pat Fryermuth at the Ravens. Fryermuth has had significant volume this season, but is it, is, he's considered a safe play. He averages about 7 to 8 points per game. The Ravens have allowed the 5th most yards and 4th most touchdowns to slot receivers this season. Although Fryermuth is a tight end, he does play that. I mean, he is. Um, he has 45 catches, 20, 405, wait. Mm-hmm. 45 targets, 29 catches, 404 yards from the slot this season. So, might be, I mean, you might get 7 or 8 points. It's it's at least consistent. Right. right. Uh, Sidhams on tight ends. I have Dawson Knox versus the Jets. Knox put up a goose egg last week uh, when a lot of fantasy managers were leaning on him as a starter. I really was in my other league. He's failed to score more than 10 points in three of his last five games, including... Including a week nine matchup against the Jets when he was held to a mere five and a half points. Noah Fant versus the Panthers. Fant did post a surprising 14.2 points in last week's win over the Rams, but a matchup against the pa- Panthers isn't all favorable. Their defense has allowed just three touchdowns to tight ends, and Fant hasn't scored more than 7.9 points in a game where he hasn't scored a touchdown. Uh, so if he's not scoring a touchdown, he doesn't just doesn't get points. Uh, Tyler Conklin at the Bills. Conklin was a popular starter last week in the revenge game against the Vikings, but he scored just 2.9 fantasy points. Next up is a huge matchup against the Bills, who have surrendered just 9.4 points per game to tight ends. Also, Bills' defense hasn't given up a single score to the position. Conklin also has 1.7 points against them in Week 9. Damn, Bills locked them tight ends up. Cade Otten at the 49ers. With Cameron Brait out last week due to illness, Otten started and had 6 catches for 28 yards and a touchdown on 10 targets. It was a tough matchup against the Saints, but this week the Bucks faced the 49ers, whose defense allowed the fewest production to tight ends. The 49ers have allowed just 8 points to opposing tight ends, the second fewest in the NFL. And I threw on there because I don't know why anyone would have them anyway. But Austin Hooper versus the Jags. <laughs> Hooper ended last week with just 5.2 points. Hooper has reached double figures once all year and has scored more than six fantasy points in just three game, just three games overall this season. Hooper has one big game all year, and that's about it. Nice. If you're real deep, maybe for the the five points that you might get, but that's about it. So, yep. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, I did kickers and defenses this week. <coughs> God bless you, Corey. Thank you. I just did stardoms again because if you're not on the list, you're trash. So, fuck them. <laughs> uh, we're going to start with Harrison Bucker. The Kansas City Chiefs is a must start this week. 
This week, the Chiefs will be playing the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos have allowed 9.3 fantasy points to kickers. And this week, so it's the Broncos. So, yeah, start them. Evan McPherson. Cincinnati Bengals for the last three weeks. McPherson, wait, what did I just do there? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, I see what I did. Uh, McPherson has scored 8.8 to 15 points for the last three weeks. There we go. And will be going up against the cross-state rival, the Cleveland Browns. The Browns have allowed at least 8.8 points to kickers, so start McPherson. Daniel Carlson, Las Vegas Raiders. Carlson has scored double digits in almost every game but three and has scored eight points in every game but one. He will be playing the L.A. Rams, who have allowed 8.9 points to kickers, so start that man. That was Chelsea's kicker until I got him. Nice. Nice. Brett Maher, I think that's how you pronounce his last name, I think. Close enough. Right? Dallas Cowboys. Had an amazing fantasy week last week, and that because the Cowboys scored basically every time they touched the ball. And this week, Brett will be up against the Houston Texans, and they allow at least 8.1 fantasy points. So start them. Defenses. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys this week will be at an absolute start. They will be playing the Houston Texans, and to do and due to the 30 points given to the Browns defense last week, uh... Houston has allowed 33 sacks, 22 takeaways, so Dallas is a must-start. Hmm. 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 They're number one, so. Right. They are the number one. Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs will be taking on the Broncos. Do I need to say any (laughs) more? Broncos offense is gross, and they have a league low of (laughs) 13.8 points a game. I want the numbers on gross. (laughs) What's the level of grossness? I just said 13.8. Uh, points a game and giving up 38 sacks. So yeah, start the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Raiders this week should be a start. They will be going up against the pathetic LA Rams, the former Super Bowl champs. The Rams don't have a legitimate quarterback anymore. First, they've two lost worst. <laughs> First, they've two lost worst. two of their three top receivers. So yeah, the Raiders are also stop, must start. Uh, and then the Pittsburgh Steelers will be going up against the Ravens without Lamar Jackson. And without Lamar, the Ravens could only average about 18 points a game. They're also lacking the receiver department, and Mark Andrews is banged up and hasn't been himself for a while. If you can't gra- grab any of, the other, of my other options, I would definitely try and grab the Steelers. Boom. All right. Pick'ems, 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 pick'ems. Corey and Chelsea tied at 10-5 and five this week. Oh, that's still not All bad. Right, yeah. Ryan out of 9-6. and six. Nice! Kyle, 7-8. and eight. Kyle's on his downward Damn. slope. Damn! And I dropped Damn. another bomb this week with 12-3. and three. Damn! <laughs> One of the big ones, I took the Bengals. I took the Bengals. Everyone took yeah. the Chiefs, and yeah. I was like, no, nah, I'll take the Bengals. Yep. yep. It is Joe Burrow. There goes that yeah. man. Tiger King. <laughs> Fucking Carol Baskin. This week, <laughs> week 14, we kick off Thursday night. Raiders at the Rams. And I'm going Raiders. 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 Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. She says sure. It's getting her bedtime. Yeah, dudes. She's fading. She's a pregnant woman. <laughs> Vikings <laughs> at the Lions. I'm going to go Lions. What's, what is it, Joe? Vikings at the Lions. She's like, I don't even know the names anymore. <laughs> Vikings. I'm going. I'm going Lions as well. I'm gonna go Vikings. I'm going with Kirk Cochins. Oh. <laughs> Ravens at the Steelers. 
I'm going to take the Steelers. I'll go Steelers as well. I think they can pull it out. They've been on. They've been climbing up. They beat yep. the Colts. Lamar's out probably. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. say Steelers. Oh yeah. For sure. Bastards. Browns at the Bengals. Oh. Is this even a question, Joe? I'm gonna go Browns. The Browns. For sure. There's just something about that rivalry. Say it, Joe. Uh, I'm playing for wins, and I'm going Bengals. Son of a bitch. Yep. Well, you know, you're going to be mad when Miles yep. Garrett sacks Burrow yep. ten times. Yep. <laughs> Jets at the Bills. I mean. <laughs> I don't know, Joe. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> Take the Jets. I don't care. I, I don't can know. actually see either team winning, but. I'm going to say Bills just because, you know, I don't I'm gonna betray say my teams. Bills yeah. Too. I just think Bills. that offense is stronger. Even if it becomes a shootout, Josh Allen wins that shootout. Texans at the Cowboys. I'm sure we all know what That's this one tough is. Line. Everyone really? stayed in the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. That's Cowboys. Cowboys. Eagles at the Giants. Fly, Eagles, fly. Fly, Eagles, fly. Yeah. I wanna, yeah, I'll go, I'll go Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, me too. The Eagles. They have one loss. Right. To the Commanders. Right. The Eagles have, uh, they do a song, and I want to know what the song is. Like, Buffalo does the shout song. Yeah, yeah. And they have, like, a, they do a song and a chant or yeah, something. They, and they, used, they used to play it. The year they won the Super Bowl, they would play it on 92.3. They, it's, it's a legitimate song. I want to I want to, I want to hear the song after this, but Jaguars at the Titans. Ooh. Titans. I'm going to go Jaguars. Sunshine, dude. Jaguars. Going Titans. Yeah. Corey. Sunshine. Jaguars or the Titans? Trevor yeah. Lawrence or Tannehill? Yeah, I'm going Trevor Lawrence for sure. Chiefs Broncos. Chiefs. I'm sure we all know this one as well. Chiefs. Chiefs. Panthers Seahawks. 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 Actually, oh, are you gonna do it? Are you gonna be that guy? You're gonna be that guy. You're looking for that upset, aren't you? It's not. I just no. It's not divisional. No, it shouldn't be divisional. That's it's a shootout because that division with the Panthers and the Saints and all that. The other no, it's not the same division because that division it's like in the Bucks. They're all like right the shit show. Right around, they're all like 500 or just below 500. Like, they're all horrible. Horrible. Uh, no, I'm going to stick with the Seahawks. Bucks 49ers? 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I might go Bucks. I'm going to go Bucks. Why? Because he's got a new girl. Yeah, Jimmy Jesus has a broken foot. That is true. If right. defense can pull it off, I mean. Exactly. Pretty didn't look bad. It's all right. Bucks had a hard time against the Saints. They lost to the Browns. Yeah. They're on a little losing streak. 49ers, I mean, they pulled off a win against the Dolphins. 49ers defense is almost just as good as Dallas and the Eagles. They probably no have broken foots, too, from turf, dude. No and way. they have Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> Can Bucks stop the run? No. So. I'm going Bucks. Okay. Dolphins, Chargers. I'm say Dolphins. Dolphins. That could be a good I game, though. I might actually say Chargers. That could be a good game. I might go Jer. Oh, fuck. I can't go against Waddle. What are you doing? Tyreek. Dolphins. What are you, what are you picking, Jeff? 
<laughs> I'm gonna go Chargers. I, I Chargers think, I, I are think at I'm home. With mine too, Chargers. I know they lost oh, last week. Yeah, and they're but, at home. Yeah, see that gives them. Um, yeah. and Monday night Patriots Cardinals and. I don't know. I feel as if the Patriots can pull off some like sneaky win. They just lost to Buffalo. They got outplayed. I think like it's not that the Patriots are the redemption team. It's the Belichick redemption chain. Like I mean, the Cardinals really aren't that hot this year. No. Like they're kind of they have they have the stars. They're just not. Where's the game at? Yeah, Arizona. I'm gonna say Cardinals. I'm gonna say Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins. I'm going to go Patriots. I think the Patriots are going to do something interesting. I will go Patriots as well. Chelsea, you said? Uh, Cardinals. All right. Well, there we go. Week 14. See what happens. Buffalo's playing a Sunday game at 1. Wow. Finally, yeah. Wow. And then looking at the other schedule... Is that the... That, that's their fight song. Yeah. Uh, boom, 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 boom. Oh, dude, it's like so old school. <laughs> I think it's from like the 60s. I think they made it. Damn. Yeah. Well, while we're in the holiday season, I'm going to try to come up with something, you know, some sort of program or something to share with my our podcasters, our fans out there. Um, so starting December 7th, which would be today... Anytime a customer says, Alexa, thank my driver, the driver who delivered their most recent package will be notified of the customer's appreciation. And in celebration of this new feature, with each thank you received from customers, drivers will also receive an additional $5 at no cost to the customer. Oh, that's kind of cool. We'll be doing this for the first 1 million thank yous received, and the five drivers who receive the most customer thank yous during the promotional period will also be rewarded with $10,000 and an additional 10000 to their Yo, charity that's of dope. choice. That's pretty cool. Okay. That's actually pretty yeah. cool. So, you know, our drivers out there Can working along. we tell Alexa long... to tell UPS to fuck off then? <laughs> <laughs> well, to have, you know, our drivers out there working long and difficult hours, oh, and yeah. especially in the shit weather in mm-hmm. states where, you know, you're driving through snowstorms to make sure people get their Christmas presents. Yeah, definitely joking about UPS. Definitely during yeah. the holiday season. Yeah. I want to make sure all our drivers are safe if they're delivering packages mm-hmm. oh, yeah. during those tough, snowy times. Yeah, for sure. Especially with Cleveland. I don't know if you guys saw or not, but they're, like, potentially striking and talking about striking to not plow the roads. Wow. Mm-hmm. Better get that four- four-wheel drive then going. Fuck. <laughs> Snow-wheel drive. Just the city the city itself? Um, from what I saw on the news, I catched a bit of it. It seemed like mainly Cuyahoga. Ah. But that would be city streets. Like, freeways are yeah. from right. the state, that's, so yeah. that's... Right. That's all I need. Yeah, right. it, it didn't seem like an ODOT thing. It seemed like a city. Yeah. Hmm. Thing. Oh. Better pay him. I will. Well, uh, yeah. It's been cool. real, folks. It's been real, yeah. We... We fourteen we'll watch our games and been real real. Go- real. Are you? Uh, what are you doing Sunday, Ryan? Or what are you guys doing Sunday? Are you uh, want, you want- Corey's grandpa or Corey's mom's birthday's Friday, so we're having a cookout at our joint on Sunday for it. Okay. So, mm-hmm. well, Ryan, you want to go to Lakewood? Sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Go a little drunk on a Sunday evening. Yeah. Afternoon. Sunday, yeah. whenever Sunday. it happens. Yeah, Sunday afternoon. Go have some drinks out there. The Browns will be outside. and. Oh, yeah, it'll be in my element, too. It'll they might great. have the tent up. Yeah, it's kind of warm hair. inside the tent. <laughs> yeah, we, haven't, we haven't been to the Badgers bar in a few weeks because they're, the they, they've been on TV or... They've prime actually been on TV game. or the, yeah, primetime games. Yeah, so they've been on TV. And then, or the last one o'clock game, we went to Detroit to go see it, so. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, all right. Uh, well, fam, we'll see you next on week. that note. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A big old yawn on that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fam, we will see you next week. Follow yeah. us later. Follow us on Instagram, Pancakes on Sunday podcast. Uh, send us DM. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Uh, and share our stuff, like, and leave a comment or a rating on Spotify and Apple and wherever you listen it to. Oh, yeah. We'll take all the ratings. We need the love. Uh, we're working on something kind of big for a new series in the wintertime that we're going to do. It's huge. It's it's going to be big for us, and we hope you enjoy it, but that's coming in the future. Well, that's sneak peek. And, uh, yeah. Take it easy, Bye. guys. All right, be safe out there, bros. Go Bills.